Amen. Check this out. His name is Larry. Not Larry here. It was a different Larry. Uh, and his boyhood dream was to fly. You might wish he could just fly. Wouldn't it be great, right? right? And so, so when he graduated, true story, by the way, when he graduated from high school, he joined the Air Force in hopes of becoming a pilot. Okay? Unfortunately, his poor eyesight disqualified him, so he had to satisfy himself with watching jets over his backyard, you know, like here in Vegas, right? And, uh, but one day he got this idea, true story. He decided to simply attach a few helium-filled weather balloons to his lawn chair, cut the anchor, then float around on a pleasant journey for a few hours in the sky, then use his pellet gun to burst the balloons and float gently back to the ground. That was the plan. Unfortunately, Orson, it didn't go that way. After filling 42 weather balloons with helium, Larry loaded up his lawn chair with a CB radio, sandwiches, cold beer, and of course his pellet gun. He cut the cord to his lawn chair and immediately the results uh, were drastic. Larry's lawn chair, I kid you not, rose to a height of nearly 16,000 feet. Okay, and at first he didn't dare shoot any of the balloons fearing that he might unbalance the load and uh, cause himself to spill out. So slowly he drifted over the Long Beach area and crossed over to the local airport corridor, not making this up, whereupon two astonished pilots actually spotted him in the sky, in the place. So he eventually shot off a few of his balloons, but then he accidentally dropped his pellet gun overboard. So he slowly descended until the balloon's dangling cables caught a power line, which then caused an electrical blackout in the Long Beach area. And he was finally able to climb to the ground, whereupon he was promptly arrested by the Long Beach, uh, police, uh, Beach uh, police Department. They were waiting for him. And it was reported that he actually said when he was led away in handcuffs, why in the world did he do this? Quote, a man just can't sit around. <laughs> and all the men starting the new year said, amen. That's right. Okay. And for those of you who think I'm kidding, I'm not. Journey with me back, I believe, like 1982. This really happened. Watch this. There was only one balloon trip like the one Larry Walters of North Hollywood took. Here's David Burrington. Larry Walters had always dreamed of flying a balloon to a faraway place. So with help from a friend who taped these scenes, he rigged 42 weather balloons to a lawn chair and filled them with helium. Walters hoped to fly across the mountains to the Mojave Desert, staying in touch with a CB radio. Suddenly a cable broke and up he went with one emotion. The first casualty, his glasses. They slipped overboard, leading to this radio transmission with his girlfriend. The balloon reached 16,000 feet, spotted by two astonished airline pilots. Today, Walter said he has no intention of going ballooning again. <laughs> and how many guys would say that's the understatement of the year? Okay, uh, big time. Okay, that really happened. Okay, but how many guys would say that Larry's decision, I know we guys can do some strange stuff, but that probably wasn't the smartest decision he made, you know, that, that plan that he had there, okay? And the, the point is this, it took him on a journey that was way more than what he bargained for, wasn't it? Okay. Now, unfortunately, the point is this, folks. Did you know our whole planet's doing the same thing? They're making a goofball decision of rejecting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they're about to take a horrible journey way worse than they could ever imagine. It's called, they're running the risk of being thrust into the seven-year tribulation. You don't want to be there. It's a horrible journey, way worse than that, believe it or not. Okay, the Bible says it's an outpoint of God's wrath on a wicked and rebellious planet. Jesus said in Matthew 24, it is the worst time in the history of mankind, never to be repeated again, and that unless God shortened that time frame, nobody, no human would survive. It'd be completely wiped 
out. How many guys would say that's bad? Okay, worse than that lawn chair ride, okay? And therefore, because God loves you and I, because he visited this planet, hello, he gives us warning signs in advance, and they've been there for 2,000 years or more, letting us know when the tribulation was near, and therefore the rapture of the church, even closer than that, which happens at the beginning. So in order to keep you and I from experiencing the ultimate bad day of being left behind, we're going to continue our study. That's right, the final countdown uh, update, okay? And so far, we've seen the first nine updates on the final countdown study. That's the Jewish people, the Antichrist, modern technology, worldwide upheaval, the rise of falsehood, the rise of wickedness, the rise of apostasy, the rise of a one world religion, and the last four times, who's counting? I am. That's right, Bobby. I'm counting, uh, is the rise of a one world government. And what we've been seeing is God lovingly out of love. Okay, so we're not caught off guard. He lets us know when you see all the world's governments coming together as one, which is happening right now, uh, today, around the planet, it's a sign you're in the last days. And we've been seeing that, folks, with the quotational proof, the coercive proof, the union proof, the control proof, and last time, the monitor proof. Okay, where we saw how the Antichrist, the Bible is clear, is going to monitor the whole planet, everything we do, everywhere we go, because he's going to force, make, order, cause people to do whatever in the world he wants them to do, or you're going to die. In order for that to come to pass, you have to be able to monitor people on a global basis, and that's what's being done. We saw that's being done with our information system, our satellite system, and last time, our transportation system, and those cameras everywhere, and I mean everywhere right? And we saw that we're being tracked in our vehicles and being conditioned to be tracked with our vehicles with those shooting darts, personal locators, easy passes, license plates, car lenders, and uh, block boxes, whether you want one or not. They're now mandatory in all U.S. cars, okay, according to this uh, uh, current administration. But they're also watching us with cameras everywhere, and this is what I thought was absolutely freaky, okay? Not only cameras going up everywhere, uh, and, and then with Google Glasses and the contacts with Innovato, you can, people could be wearing these things that could see people. But the freaky thing was they're building an AI system, a non-human computer system, artificial intelligence to monitor the whole thing. It's like Terminator Skynet. This is not a movie. It's happening right now. Okay? And that thing taps into that. You, there's no place to hide. Okay? But believe it or not, that's still not all. The third way, the Antichrist, is developing a global monitoring system, tracking our every move, uh, is the communication system. Huh? Turn to somebody and say it again. How about that cell phone? Everybody's just got to have one. Can't leave home without it. I wonder why. What's it going to lead to? Well, let's see if we can find out. Open your Bibles to Matthew 24. Matthew 24 is our opening text again. This time the first half. Last time I believe we looked at the second half. But let's take a look from Jesus, by the way, uh, what uh, we can expect. Of course, those who get, unfortunately, is the context here, saved after the seven-year tribulation starts. Uh, if you want to avoid the whole thing, get saved now, okay, which I highly recommend. But uh, what's going to happen during the seven-year tribulation, okay? And what's that got to do with communication? Well, believe it or not, I think it has everything to do with communication. Let's take a look. Matthew 24, verse 3. Uh, let's take a look. Again, the context, the disciples are asking Jesus, how do you know it's getting close? Uh, you know, when, when you're coming back. He comes back at the end of the seven-year tribulation, Revelation 19, the second coming of Christ. What's leading up to that? Here's what it says. At that time, as Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, verse 3, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered, first of all, he says, watch out that no one, what? Deceives you. For many are going to come in my name claiming I am the Christ and will deceive many, unfortunately. And then that's not all. You're going to hear these uh, of wars and rumors of wars. But see to it, you're not alarmed, because such things must happen, but the end is still to come. 
The nation's going to rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There's going to be famines, and there's going to be earthquakes in various places. And believe it or not, you ain't seen nothing yet. All these are just the beginning of birth pains. It gets worse as you go, okay? Just as it gets closer to the actual birth of the child, the contraction pains get worse, worse. And so now he goes into what's even worse than the famines and earthquakes. Listen. Then he says, you will be handed over to be persecuted and what? Put to death. And you'll be hated by who? All nations, global hatred of followers of Christ, all nations because of me, Jesus says. In fact, at that time, many will turn away from the faith and will what? Betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people, okay? So according to our text, again, Jesus speaking, he not only says, how do you know it's getting close, okay? He says, uh, there's going to be a massive rise of wars. There's going to be rumors of wars. You're going to see nations going against nations. And we see no signs of that. Yeah, right. Uh, sarcasm. And then you're going to see earthquakes. You're going to see famines and that. And then he says, man, I tell you what, it's going to get so bad. What's he say there? He said, there's going to be a massive rise of persecution specifically of who? Followers of him. Okay. And of course, in the context here, the people he's talking about is the Jewish elect okay, that turns to God, okay, uh, and of course, those who get saved after the seven-year tribulation, which is possible. Unfortunately, they missed the rapture. You should get saved now, avoid the whole thing, but now they're in a heap of trouble. Most of them are going to lose their heads over it. Uh, Revelation talks about that, and that's for another topic. And the reason why is because Jesus said, listen, at that time, they're not just going to hate followers of him all over the world. Notice it's not a section. It's all nations, all over the world, this is a global movement. They'll hate followers of Jesus and they'll want to kill them. How many guys would say that's probably a time you want to avoid? Yeah. And then he says, how are they going to do it? He says the interesting word there, he says betray. Now that word there in the Greek is paradidomai. It literally means to turn them in, to give them into the hands of, to give into the custody of. Why? For the purpose of punishment, judgment, and or to be put to death. And that's what he says. So the Bible says, Jesus speaking, during the seven-year tribulation, the followers of Jesus, again, those who get saved after the rapture, uh, unfortunately, should get saved now, uh, the Jewish elect, they are going to be turned in for death. They are literally, listen, going to be betrayed and put it back in its context on a global scale. So let's put this to the test, all right? Here, here's the question. How in the world, how in the world is somebody going to do this on a global scale? Because this is the context. How in the world, number one, on a global scale, is somebody going to know if a, Christian's, a person's a Christian or not? Number one, okay, uh, anywhere on the planet. And two, how in the world are you going to know their exact location to go get them in the first place and turn them in for death, betray them? Right? I mean, as long as they keep their mouths shut and they hide out and stay out of public view, they should be safe, right? Not if you control the communication. Let's say that again. How about that cell phone? Oh, man. Oh, man. If you controlled all the communication, think about this. On a global basis, all a person would have to do is make up uh, one little slip and say Jesus or something. And, and, and then you, you know exactly who the Christians are. And then you could go get them and betray them and kill them. And do. I don't know about you, it's a good thing that we see no signs of anybody having the technology to monitor all of our conversations all over the planet, and let alone locating us to turn us in and kill us. <laughs> Let's say it again, Cheryl. 
How about that cell phone? <laughs> Folks, this is so absolutely wild. Your cell phone. The cell phone is the world's biggest, greatest tracking, bugging, monitoring device ever invented in the history of mankind. I was going to even talk about computer. I can't even get to that. This message is all on what they're doing, big brother, with our cell phones. And I hope it blows you away. Okay, because it still blows me away, and I'm still preaching on it, okay? The first thing they're doing with our cell phones, folks, is they are tracking us. They are tracking us with our cell phones, okay? And it's been going on for a long time. Most people don't even realize this, okay? In fact, as we already saw, for the first time in mankind's history, they not only have the technology to monitor every single conversation on the whole planet, okay? But we saw that with certainly the NSA, right? Remember that? And we also saw that in the previous study with Project Echelon, where they actually use filtering devices to monitor all communication and look for code words, buzzwords. Like they look, they say, okay, anybody that says the word bomb, spit it on, goes to a person's desk. They've been doing that for years. So this ability to not just monitor communications on a global basis is already here, but to specifically look for code words is already here. In fact, folks, this isn't something they got caught. Okay, you got us, and we stopped. They're still doing it today if you pay attention to the news. It's the for unfortunate thing is we're so conditioned to it, it doesn't bug us anymore. But watch this. And this Fox News alert as well. A bombshell report this morning that the National Security Agency has been secretly collecting the phone records of tens of millions of Americans. A top-secret court order reportedly forcing Verizon, one of the country's largest phone companies, to hand over the daily call information for every single one of their customers. Peter Ducey joins me now live at the White House. So, Peter, what, what kind of data do we know what the feds are looking for here? Martha, we know they want to see the phone number you dial, when you dial it, and how long you talk to the person on the other end of the line. That goes for all Verizon customers in the United States, and there are about 121 million of them on an ongoing basis. The White House also says this kind of information is a critical tool in protecting the United States from terrorists. Well, well there it is, so it's okay, because we're... That's always the excuse, isn't it? We need to give up more of our freedoms. We need to allow them to spy on us on a continual basis behind the scenes, whether we realize it or not. Because that's what we got to do to get these bad guys, these terrorists. But again, as we've seen before, that's the issue. First of all, who defines what's a terrorist? What if you became the terrorist? What if just simply believing in Jesus Christ made you a terrorist? And folks, that is coming. There's already telltale signs of that, okay? That's an excuse. But it's all an excuse. All we got to do it for the bad guys, the terrorists. It's all an excuse uh, to monitor our every move, every communication, okay? And I'm, folks, what I want to share with you is it's way more than what he just shared. It's not just they're doing this. It's way more in-depth than that. It's much more than just what number did you dial or who you talked to or for how long. It literally is to track our every move. Our cell phones are one of the biggest global tracking devices in the history of man. Now, listen to this. And we pay for it. I'll say that again. This blew me away. Wait, wait, wait a second. We pay for our own tracking device on a global basis. It reminds me of what the scripture talks about Satan and his character. He's, he's not just evil. He's not just a liar and the father of all lies. He's not just a murderer. The scripture says, boy, is he tricky. Is he sneaky? In fact, the word is used cunning. Okay, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, Paul says this, but I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's what? 
the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Jesus Christ. Now, the word that's used there in regards to Satan's character cunning uh, is the Greek word panurgia, and it literally means craftiness, certainly cunning, literally one who is skilled in trickery. What a trick. What a trick it is. I mean, just like Satan, right? He tricks us into paying for our own global tracking devices. Isn't that cunning? Or, have you guys noticed this? I wonder why. Why is it that the government, and still is to this day, so hot to trot to make sure that everybody has a cell phone? Even if you can't afford one, we'll give you one. I wonder why. You can't have anybody out of the tracking loop, can you? And if you think I'm kidding, folks, we have been conditioned for this. The devil's so sneaky, he's so cunning. And remember, who's the one who is empowering the Antichrist? Satan. Very cunning, very deceitful. We've not only been conditioned to pay for our own global monitoring devices via our cell phones, but we've been conditioned to accept it like it's okay. Don't worry, it's for your good. Or it's convenient. I mean, you can't live without this stuff. Yeah, it's going to track you wherever you go, but come on, it's worth it. And I want to share that with you. The first way I believe we're in condition right now to accept being tracked on a global basis with our cell phones is with personal retrieval. Huh? I mean, I mean, I mean who doesn't hate this scenario, right? You're in a hurry to rush out of the house. You know, you got stuff to do and you're already running late. And all of a sudden, oh no, where's my cell phone i mean isn't that annoying don't you hate that or worse yet don't you hate it when somebody steals it from you oh those bad guys if only we could catch them well hey that's right folks worry no more due to the fact that these devices come with built-in gps services you can find that cell phone anytime anywhere let's take a look if you've lost your precious smartphone don't fret GPS and other location services built into smartphones, tablets, and even laptops make it easy to locate and even erase data from missing devices. One app we found to be effective with all kinds of smartphones is the Prey app. You can track them on the Prey website from any other computer or phone. If a device goes missing, just flick the switch on the Prey website to see the phone's location. You can also command the device to play a loud sound or even take and send a photo to see who has it. <laughs> Last time Joey takes my phone, I tell you what. Where are you at? Anyway, he's back there. That's right. Whoa, but hey, but whoa, isn't that great? Not only you'll never lose your phone again, but you can catch that bad guy, man. You'll track him down. You'll even get a photo of him. But wait a second. That also means that since you carry that phone with you all over the place too, then technically you too could be tracked and you too could be photographed. But hey, they wouldn't do that, would they? Now the constant theme, besides how about that cell phone, is this theme. If you believe that, I've got some swampland here in Vegas to sell you. See me after service. Okay, excuse me. Oh, it gets worse, folks. The second way we're being conditioned to be tracked with our cell phones is friend retrieval. Huh? Not just personal retrieval, get the cell phone. But come on. I mean, put yourself in this scenario. I mean, you talk about another annoyance, right, Mario? This is just, this one gets you, I'll tell you what. I mean, don't you hate it when you, you want to go out, right? John, you finally get some time off, you know what I'm saying? But man, you just can't seem to find your friends anywhere. Nobody to party with. Doesn't that annoy you? I tell you what, but hey, that's right, fret no more. Thanks to Google, shocker, they have a program out called Latitude. 
you'll be able to find your friends anytime, anywhere, and make sure you still get to party. Check this out. Latitude is a new feature on Google Maps that allows you to see where your friends and family are on a map and easily keep in touch with them. When your friends accept, you can see them on your phone. For example, Ali shared his location with me. He's currently in Cairo visiting his friends. My friend Alice is one of my surfer buddies. We keep in touch through Latitude. Let's see what the swells are like. I'm glad to see that mom and dad arrived home safely from the airport. There was some bad weather in New Jersey. Oh, look at this. Looks like some of my buddies are nearby. Playing tennis? Well, maybe they're free for dinner. Yeah, then we could go out, man. John, I know where they're at. They're in Frisco. They got great restaurants there. They got that sourdough bread, and then they got that Ghirardelli chocolate factory, and it's going to be an awesome party. Whew. Now, first of all, did you notice it was all over the world? It wasn't just in the United States. It finds them all over the world, number one. But, uh, man, you can find your friends anywhere, anytime, anywhere in the world, know exactly where they're at. And, but wait a second. Again, you're carrying that cell phone with you, which means you could be found anytime, anywhere you're at in the world. But they wouldn't do that, would they, Cheryl? Swampland, right out there after the service, okay? In fact, they have another app out. It's called Cloak. Because a lot of these come with Cloak. And Cloak actually is designed and marketed to do the exact opposite, okay? Uh, Google Latitude was to find your friends, you know, so your ad, so you can make sure you can always party and stuff like that. This one, Cloak, is actually designed to track your friends so you could avoid them. Not making it up. It's called Cloak. That's what it, what it is. And uh, because they, you know, do the scenario. I mean, who hates this, right, Mario? You're finally, well, you're married. It doesn't work. Any single, uh, but because uh, they're dating is the scenario. But anyway, you guys give it for Mario and Janet. That's their awesome, happy couple. Happy, right? Happy, happy. Yeah, just keep smiling. You'll score points later. Uh, but anyway, so it, it, it's. I mean, you're out in public, right? You're on a date, right? And who hates running into your ex-boyfriend and girlfriend? I mean, doesn't that kind of ruin the dessert there? So if you had this device, you could literally keep track of them all the time. So you say, oh, don't go there because they're over there. That's literally how it's marketed, okay? In fact, you can actually get a complete map of anyone anywhere uh, with another service by Google because they've, dis, uh, they've uh, uh, gotten rid of uh, a latitude and now it's just simply a Google location, okay? It's just kind of beefed up. And you could literally, we log into the same account, cell phone info, stuff like that, and you literally, it will produce a map. Now listen, this is their words, not mine. It'll produce a map of where that account has been for the last day to the last month and, quote, will erupt across your screen like chicken pox. Now, now here's a, a sample map. It's not just you're being tra tracked. It's being cataloged. And if you want, you, you can see where that person's been everywhere, every trajectory, every path. The whole, whoa. That's... Kind of creepy. That's about as exciting as chicken pox, isn't it? <sighs> At least I think so. But anyway, speaking of freaky, okay, another justification, the third way we're being conditioned to be trapped by our cell phones and think it's awesome is with moms and dads, here you go. I'm here for you. New year. Parental retrieval, huh? I mean, who's a parent? Come on. I mean, who, who would love to stop worrying about your little crumb snatcher, right? And where they are, where'd they go? Are they in trouble? Are they, did they show up where they said they were gonna go? Where are they really at? They called me and said, I'm over here, but are they really there? 
Worry no more. That's right. Cell phone providers are here for you. Now you don't have to worry at all where they're at. You'll know exactly where they are at all times. Watch this. Cell phones used to connect families with constant calls all day long. But now, with Sprint Family Locator, you can quietly keep track of your busy family without bothering them throughout the day. If you want to make sure Carolyn made it to morning band practice without interrupting the music, you can run a quick location check from either your phone or your home or office computer. You can also program regular safety checks that automatically send you a text or email with any child's whereabouts at specific days and times. So if Grant walks home from school at 3 o'clock every day, you can double check that he makes it home safely every time. Real-time interactive maps let you view their location with street addresses and landmarks, as well as satellite views. Kids can cover a lot of ground. Family Locator also lets you review up to a week's worth of recent location history. So when Grant leaves Jake's house to go to Charlie's, but ends up at Henry's and forgets to call, you'll know just where he is. And there's no installation required because the GPS technology is already built into your child's phone. Yeah. Now, hold, sh 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 that soft weeping that you hear right now, that is the teenagers in the room. <laughs> we can't hide. <laughs> what? It's already built into your phone? Yeah, it's nice to know where your kids are and your family, and all, but, but at what price? But that's all convenience. I mean, they surely would not use this technology behind their back, would they? What's outside the doors? Swampland, that's right. Uh, the fourth way they're already uh, tracking us behind our backs, conditioning us, is with the police. Okay, and this is some of the big cats that are coming out of the bag now. Okay, believe it or not, folks, cell phones can not only allow individuals to uh, track us at all times, uh, parents to track us at all times, friends to track us at all times, but even the police. In fact, they're already doing it. And see, that's the big problem. It's unconstitutional, okay, with all due respect, okay? In fact, they've got a new device coming out, okay? Uh, teenagers, get ready for this one. The text message detector gun. Isn't that awesome? The text message detector gun. This is from a company called ComSonics in Virginia, and they're excited about this technology. That's right, quote, uh, it can detect, just like a radar gun for speed, it can detect radio frequencies that come from a cell phone inside of a car, and since text messages emit different frequencies from other functions on a cell phone, this would allow officers to determine if someone is texting from inside that vehicle. And since texting is currently outlawed in 44 states while driving, this radar gun will be a welcome addition to many law enforcement agencies around the country. Again, on the way out of services today, just hug a teenager, just help them out, encourage them to continue on in life with... <laughs> What? Probably adults too, right? Text message detector gun. But that's the problem is this, folks. That's the tip of the tip of the tip of the tip of the iceberg of what the authorities are doing with our cell phones. They are using it, folks, listen, to track us. They're doing it without our consent. They're doing it without a search warrant, which means it's unconstitutional. But we're being conditioned. You need to accept it because it's for your safety. But at what price? The news is starting to leak this out. Let's take a look. All right, so there's a pretty disturbing story out there today that we've learned about thanks to the ACLU. And it involves not federal agencies doing national security-related investigations, but local police departments, hundreds of them, tracking your cell phones. 
This study finds that numerous police departments across the country are now using cell phone tracking, often without court orders, to find suspects and then investigate criminal cases. The ACLU surveyed more than 200 law enforcement agencies, and most said that they use cell phone tracking. In a town in North Carolina, we came across an instance where law enforcement engaged in GPS tracking, not just of the phone of one individual who is suspected of a crime, but of every person who had called that phone. So that means that if someone suspected of a crime called a pizza delivery guy, that guy's also getting tracked. And they're trying to hide it. Now, as the ACLU found, not only does this information contradict the public statements that we hear from law enforcement officials, but they also found training manuals, like one from the Iowa City Police Department that says, in quotes, do not mention to the public or the media the use of cell phone technology or equipment used to locate the target subject. The manual also advises not to put this stuff into the police reports. So, doesn't that make you feel safe? Yeah, turn to somebody, encourage one another. This new year, I feel safe. Or you could do this method if you have your cell phone with you. Go ahead, pull it out, raise it above your head, and say, help me. Help me. <laughs> Excuse me? Folks, this is really happening, okay? It doesn't make you feel safe. It makes you feel like a caged rat. And this is America. The land of the free. The home of the brave. Oh, by the way, as you saw, the training manuals are being, they're being told to hide this. They're not the only ones. So is the, the current administration. Quote, the Obama administration has been quietly advising local police not to disclose details about surveillance technology they're using to sweep up basic cell phone data from, listen, entire neighborhoods. Not individuals. They sweep a whole area. And they say, keep your mouth shut up about it. That's coming from the top. That's our own government. Okay. Oh, and that's from the Associated Press. I'm not making this up. Uh, and that, quote, public findings show that the government sales, the government sales, so we're paying for this to allow them to do this. The government sales of communication systems, as you're seeing here, which scans the cell phone uh, stuff, uh, from the company who makes them, Harris Corporation, accounted for nearly one-third of their $5 billion in revenue. So the $5 billion that that company who makes these devices come in, one-third of the $5 billion comes from the government who's releasing this on us. In other words, they're investing heavily on this tracking technology. But don't worry for your safety. And as long as you aren't one of those people who've done something wrong, what do you got to worry about? Huh? Have you heard that one? That's not the issue. The issue is freedom. The fifth way, speaking of government, uh, that we're being conditioned to be tracked by our cell phones is just that, government spying. So go ahead and turn to somebody and say, shocker. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a big shock, okay? It's not just the police folks that's doing this behind our back. It's the government too. And just like the police, they're doing it in secret, or should I say, they're doing it from the sky. You thought it was bad with the police? Government's got it on a whole new level. They're literally doing it from the sky, tracking our cell phone. This got leaked out recently as well. Let's take a look at that. Tonight, new questions about whether the government is scooping up the personal cell phone data from thousands of innocent Americans. An investigation by the Wall Street Journal has uncovered a secret program designed to track down fugitives, suspected killers, rapists, and other criminals. It allows the U.S. Marshals to pinpoint the location of your phone from the sky without you knowing it's happening. Here's how it works. The Marshals launch a small plane carrying a device called a dirt box, which acts like a mini cell tower. Over a populated area, it picks up identifying pings from thousands of phones below. 
until it finds its suspect. Pinpointing that person's location within a three-yard radius, even in a specific room. When they put it on an airplane, they get information on tens or hundreds of thousands of people. And, you know, that's just an outrageous uh, uh, an unreasonable bulk search of, of innocent Americans' phone information. Popular science reports that 17 fake cell phone towers have been found across the U.S. And these phony towers have the ability to spy on phone calls, intercept messages, and load a phone with spyware. And you wouldn't even know this is happening. It's known that government agencies use dummy towers as interceptors for espionage. But, but see, that's the key word there, Jim. Don't, don't worry about this. It's espionage. It's to get those bad guys. So we got to let them do it. Uh, folks, believe it or not, as bad as that is, again, who defines who's the bad guy? But our own government is not the only one doing this. This really is on a global scale. Just like our text said. How are you going to find out Who's a Christian and who's not? How are you going to monitor that conversation? How are you going to know where they're at to go pick them up? It's happening on a global scale. This has never been here before in the history of mankind. It's here now. Listen to this. Uh, you don't need a fake uh, uh, tower. Uh, you don't need flying planes. Okay? The governments around the world are forcing phone companies to allow them to do it anyway. This is just one report from a European company called Vodafone. It's a multinational telecommunications company. Recently stated, quote, government agencies are able to listen to phone conversations live and even track the locations of citizens without warrants using secret cables connected directly to network equipment. Secret wires have been connected to its network, they say, and those belonging to their competitors, giving government agencies the ability to tap into phone, listen, and broadband traffic. That's your internet. That's for a whole other message, what they're doing with the computer. And in 29 countries, that's just this one provider, in 29 countries, it operates in laws demand, laws demand that they allow governments to directly access information about them, quote, and refusal to comply with those laws is, quote, not an option. So you have to allow them to spy on people. And to show you just how sneaky, not just our own government, folks, but the governments around the world are doing when it comes to this, Leads us to the sixth one. The sixth way we're being conditioned to be tracked is with game spying. Who's the angry bird now? Oh, we all know the cell phones, hey, they're not just nifty devices to uh, make phone calls and keep tabs on people. But man, you talk about uh, uh, you know, just a, a lifesaver. I mean, have you ever been at Walmart and you get stuck behind that lady and she's got like $120-some dollars and she whips out a bag of pennies? <laughs> Hey, who cares? You got your cell phone. You can play the games, check the weather, do all kinds of neat stuff. Because cell phones are great. Man, everybody plays games on cell phones, right? Who's got the latest app? Who's got the... In fact, they're using these apps to open up and unlock things in our cell phones so they can track us beyond our wildest dreams. And one of them is the one everybody had to have, Angry Birds. Watch this. The NSA knows what you're up to, and a little angry bird may be to blame. The agency using cell phone apps to access personal information. Kelly Wright joins us now with what consumers need to know. Kelly?
Heather, good morning. The startling revelation comes from NSA leaker Edward Snowden. It's another leak and some say another cause for concern. Snowden's latest leak of documents shows how the NSA, along with the division of Great Britain's government communications, can zero in on your location when you're using Google Maps or posting a picture on Facebook and Twitter. Also, when you're playing the popular game Angry Birds on your smartphone, player beware. Big Brother could be watching your every move, gathering knowledge of your age, sex, and other personal information. The White House defends the NSA, adding the agency is not spying on average Americans, but on people who are potential threats to the country. Yeah, so it's okay. What are you worried about? All right. Moment of truth here at Sunrise. How many guys just couldn't wait to download that Angry Bird thing on your phone? Raise your hand. All oh, one of you who was brave enough to raise your hand. Two, maybe three, four, maybe five, six, maybe seven. Excuse me? Is that sneaky or what? You know, that almost goes back to panurgia, the Greek word there for Satan. How sneaky. A master of trickery and deceit. You only get us to pay for these devices. You get us to download things, to unlock it even more, to track us even more. Oh, but it gets even worse. The second thing Big Brother's doing with their cell phones, it isn't just tracking us, folks. They've gone all the way. And it totally fixed our, our, our text, okay? The second thing is to watch and listen to us, okay? You thought the tracking thing was bad? We ain't seen nothing yet. These nifty devices, these cell phones that we all just have to have, even kids, even people who can't afford them, we'll give them to you. You gotta have one. Uh, they can be tapped into and they can monitor all of our conversation and watch us through the video. Okay, and again, let's go back to our text because it fits exactly, I think, the other half of what the Antichrist is going to be able to do on a global scale. Matthew 24, verse 9 through 10. Then you'll be handed over, Jesus speaking, to be persecuted and put to death. You'll be hated by all nations because of me, okay, he says. And at that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. Now, certainly the context, I believe that people are going to turn other people in, i.e. for me and a Christian, follower of Jesus Christ, but uh, maybe some of that turning in ability, betraying ability, is utilizing the technology. I think that's the other issue that's going on here, okay? But again, according to Jesus, during the seven-year tribulation, they're not just going to hate followers of him, okay? Uh, those who get saved after rapture are going to want to kill them. They're going to betray them, turn them in for death. So again, put it to the test. How in the world are you going to know if somebody's a follower of Jesus Christ? Now, I, we've already seen, okay, they can find anybody anywhere on the planet to locate them, to go get them, to turn them in, to betray them, to kill them. They can locate them. I got that. But, but the other thing that's going on here is, how do you know they're even a Christian in the first place? I mean, if you, again, just stay out of public view, keep your mouth shut in public, stay away from it. How are they going to know? Well, wouldn't it be nifty if you had one device that could do it all? That, that could not only pinpoint people's exact locations anywhere around the world, but even monitor their conversation and peer out through that device and see who they're hanging out with and where they're at, like an underground Bible study. Folks, believe it or not, they're already doing it. Let's take a look at that, too. You know, we've all heard the stories about how the GPS in your phone can track you, but we had no idea how much about your personal life that people can learn through your cell phone until we met a woman whose cell phone nearly cost her her life. He knew where I was all the time, 
If I was at dinner somewhere, he would text me and ask me how dinner was. Susan says her ex-boyfriend stalked her for three years using only her cell phone to do it. She's so afraid for her life, she asked us to disguise her identity. I thought I was going crazy. It's just unnerving knowing that somebody 24-7 knows where you're at, what you're talking about, what's going on, everything about you. At the time, Susan didn't know that her ex-boyfriend installed widely available software on her phone when she wasn't looking. Once installed, he could be anywhere, even in a different state, and track her every move. He could listen in on her phone calls, read her text messages, and turn her personal cell phone into a bugging device. He would text me, how was dinner? Was the date good? Did you enjoy yourself at Fridays? With her permission, I installed the software on a colleague's phone and sent her out to see how it worked. And everyone else in the family is doing good? No, I've just stuff. intercepted a live phone call. She has no idea that I'm listening in. And the most frightening part of this technology? She doesn't even need to be on the phone. Or like I've seen Pop Rocks. I can remotely activate her speakerphone and hear everything going on. When somebody remotely activates your phone, you're not going to know it. And they can use that phone to monitor the conversations uh, in the room that you're in. Security expert Robert Siciliano gets countless emails from victims of cell phone spying. Your phone could be sitting next to you while you're watching TV, and somebody can actually log into your phone and they can watch what you are watching on television. Someone can easily install a spyware program on your phone that allows them to see every single thing that you do all day long via the phone's video camera. Man, good thing I got that Angry Birds app. <laughs> what a fun game. I'm going to tell you what. Interesting. All right, now how many of you guys are going to do it now? Hold up your cell phone and say, oh. But don't worry, it'll be recorded. Folks, you got, you, you got to understand, this isn't just happening. This isn't just ex-creepy boyfriends that are doing this. What it tells you is the technology is so easy to get at that even ex-creepy boyfriends, with all due respect, can get their hands on it. So if somebody really wants to do it, what else do you got out there? Right? Exactly. Is the issue. In fact, once again, this ability not just to track is going global, this ability to watch and listen to any conversation is going global as well. Quote, German researchers have recently discovered a flaw that could allow anyone to listen to your cell phone calls, intercept text messages on a potentially massive scale, even when cellular networks are using the most advanced encryption available. Those skilled with the right abilities can locate callers, quote, anywhere in the world. Listen to calls as they happen and record hundreds of encrypted calls uh, and texts for later decryption. For example, this is their own words, a single carrier in Congo or Kazakhstan could be used to hack into cellular networks in the United States, Europe, or anywhere else. In other words, this ability to track, watch, listen to anybody's cell phone anywhere on the planet is now global. Now, that's not just freaky. Once again, go back to the wild times we live in. 2,000 years ago, roughly, the Apostle John is getting a revelation from God. And he's writing down the best thing that, it, and what he's seeing there. And... Uh, and then you couple with what Jesus is saying in Matthew 24, John talking about the Antichrist and the system he's going to make, order for us, Revelation 13. Jesus said it's going to get so bad during that time frame, they're going to want to uh, turn you in and hate you and, and kill you and betray you. And 
How is one guy going to do that? How is one guy going to have the ability anywhere on the planet to know if somebody's a follower of Jesus Christ specifically? And then follow up with that. I know exactly where they're at. Go send the authorities. Go capture them. Kill them. For the first time in mankind's history, that technology is here. It's with our cell phone. And we pay for it. Is that not like Satan or what? This is the big brother society. I, I, I've stayed before for service. I was talking to somebody and they said, you know, how many times have you heard this say to churches that will actually, and Christians will even talk about Bible prophecy? You'll even get fellow church members, oh, you, I'm, I'm, prophecy, you guys have been saying prophecy uh, for 50 years. What makes this time any different? Why should I leave? Because never before have we had this ability to pull off what the Antichrist is going to do. And listen, it's not just coming. It's already here, and it's already put into place. So one guy comes along, hijacks the whole system, bang, fulfillment. That's what makes this time different. And that's why Jesus said, hey, Luke 21, 28, when these things begin to take place, you better stand up, lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. That means the rapture's around the corner, amen? Okay, we don't know the day nor the hour, but I tell you what, man, it's getting close. Even my new passages are coming to pass in great detail, okay? So as Christians, we need to get busy letting other people know there's a way out of this dark planet, amen? But if you're here today, again, I don't know the heart, uh, you need to get saved if you're not. Or if you're not sure, you better make sure you're today, because this is not a game. This is real. And I'll guarantee you the reason why God's got you here today, you might have been dragged here, uh, coerced here, bribed here. I don't know why you're here. I'm glad you're here. But I'll guarantee you God's got you here because he loves you and he wants to save you. Because the Antichrist kingdom is going to be the worst time in the history of mankind. I didn't say that Jesus did. It's saved now. Don't be left behind. Amen? Let's pray. Well, hi, this is Pastor Billy Crone of Sunrise Baptist Church and Get a Life Ministries. And I hope you enjoyed today's study. But in closing, before you go, let me ask you one final question. If you were to die today, are you sure that you go to heaven and not hell? You see, here's the problem. The Bible says that nobody automatically gets to go to heaven. And that's because God is holy and we are not. The Bible says that the wages of our sin or our unholiness or the wrong things that we have done have separated us from God. And the wages of our sin or unholiness uh, means that we deserve to die and receive God's judgment to go to hell and not heaven. In other words, we're disqualified for heaven. And that's because God being holy and us being not, the two cannot mix. So what are we going to do? Well, that's bad enough. The other problem is we don't even want to admit this dilemma, even though God already knows it all. And so out of love, God gave us something called the Ten Commandments to show us that we're really disqualified for heaven. We're not holy. We're not perfect like him. Uh, let's take a, a look at just a few of those uh, here today. Uh, the Bible says, the Ten Commandments says, you shall not bear false witness. That means lying. How many of you ever told a lie before? Well, those of you who didn't raise your hand, you just did. Okay, let's be honest, folks. Let's not tell another lie. We've all lied. Well, believe it or not, that disqualifies you for heaven. That's how holy God is. He is the truth. He does not lie. And so that makes us a liar. Another of the Ten Commandments says you shall not steal. Okay, how many have ever taken anything without permission? Well, all of our hands should have went up at that one. Uh, we've already said we're a bunch of liars. Okay, well, we've all done that. And it doesn't have to be a bank. 
Uh, it could be a pencil in the third grade. Uh, that means that we're a thief, okay? The Bible says that God is so holy, even his name is holy. And that's why one of the Ten Commandments says, you shall not use the Lord's name in vain. Hey, folks, isn't it ironic how uh, now the blessed name of Jesus Christ, the Bible says there's no other name under heaven by which men might be saved, Jesus Christ, has now become a cuss word? Folks, the Bible says that's the sin of blasphemy, okay? And folks, let's be honest. We've used God's name in vain uh, before. The Bible also says in the Ten Commandments, you shall not commit adultery. And Jesus takes the standard even higher. He says, listen, it's not just physical adultery. He says, surely I tell you that if you look at another person with lust in your eye, you've committed adultery in your heart. God looks at the heart. One more out of the Ten Commandments says, you shall not murder. And you might say, well, hey, I haven't done that one. Really? The Bible says that the sin of hatred is akin to the sin of murder. You, in other words, in your heart, wish they were dead. You pulled the trigger, if you will, in your own heart. And the Bible says God sees that, and it's just as bad. He knows the mind. He knows the heart, the thoughts, and the intents that we have. Folks, that's just five out of the Ten Commandments. How are you doing? Not very well. None of us can keep them. They're God's x-ray to show us that we're disqualified. And so when, not if, your time comes, because we're all marching towards the grave at different speeds, you're going to have to stand before God. And you're going to have to uh, say who you really are. He already knows. Hey, God, let me into heaven. Uh, I'm, I'm a liar. I'm a thief. I'm a blasphemer, adulterer, and a murderer. Folks, the Bible is clear. Such people as these will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. That's the problem. Here's the good news. God so loved the world that he sent his one and only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in him, what he did on the cross, on our behalf, that we will not perish, we will not go to hell, but he will give us the gift of eternal life. Jesus died on the cross to forgive us of all of our sins. It's something that we don't earn, we, we, we can't earn. It's a gift, the Bible calls it, and a gift cannot be earned. He was taking the death penalty in our place. That's what the cross was of the day. And that if we would just ask Jesus Christ to forgive us of our sins and believe that in our heart that God raised him from the grave, showing that his death is satisfactory to God to forgive us of all of our sins, no matter what we've done, the Bible says we shall be saved. Uh, the Apostle Paul says that if we confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the grave, we will be saved. Let me give you a common analogy of what God's doing and what he did for us with Jesus dying on the cross on our behalf. Uh, in life, we know that people uh, can be sentenced for a crime uh, to where they're actually on death row. Uh, the courtroom scene has completely finished. The gavel has already sounded. Uh, they are going to jail and they're just awaiting their time before they go to the death penalty. Uh, as they're sitting there in the jail cell, uh, it, it's a proven fact they did what they did. Everybody knows it. They're just waiting for that time for their uh, number to come up, so to speak, and walk down that hall and be executed. Uh, there's nothing they could do to reverse their crime. No amount of good works in that jail cell can reverse what they've done. It's too late. It's over. But believe it or not, there's one way that people even today can get off a death row. And that's if the one in authority, the governor, if he were to, out of mercy and kindness, nothing that the person did, because they don't earn it and they don't deserve it, and they can't earn it. If he would grant them what's called a pardon, out of the kindness of his heart, he has the authority to grant them a pardon 
and absolve them completely of their crimes uh, against the state. And did you know that there's actually been people that this has happened to, that the governor, out of mercy, has granted them a pardon as a gift, and they've gone down to the jail cell and handed that person, extended it through the bars, here, I'm granting you a pardon. If you would just receive it, you can go free right now. And did you know that there's actually been people who've said, no, I don't want your pardon. And so what happened is of their own doing, even though they had a way out, they still had to go to the death penalty. Folks, can I tell you something? That's what God did for us with Jesus dying on the cross. He sent his son to take the death penalty in our place. He, God, has the authority to grant us through Jesus a complete pardon. And every day that you're still alive, God is extending to you spiritually this pardon. But a pardon does you no good unless you reach out and receive it by faith. Won't you do that today? Won't you call upon the name of Jesus Christ? Ask him to forgive you of all of your sins, to trust in his work on the cross, to pardon us from all of our crimes, our sins against God. God loves you. He wants a relationship with you. But there's only one way to heaven. It's Jesus. There's only one way to get off a death row. It's through the cross of Jesus Christ. Won't you do that right now? Well, this has been Pastor Billy Crone of Sunrise Baptist Church and, and Get a Life Ministries. And if there's anything that we can do for you, uh, please don't hesitate uh, to contact us. Uh, our number, our information will uh, come up here on the screen shortly. And uh, uh, if there's anything we could do for you, please don't hesitate to let us know. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us. And uh, remember, I hope to see you in heaven. God bless. Thank you for watching this presentation from Sunrise Baptist Church. If you would like to send us a letter or any other kind of postage, you can reach us at 1780 Betty Lane, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89156. For more information, you can give us a call at 702-452-8599 or email us at bcrone at getalifemedia.com or you can visit our website at www.getalifemedia.com. Billy Crone and this ministry can also be found on Facebook and Twitter. Join us for services at www.sunriselv.com.